Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hey, everybody. Just a quick reminder uh, before we get into this week's episode that we have the costume contest. The deadline for that is November the 1st. Uh, if you submit your costume to us through email at the cast at the crit show podcast.com, we will enter your name into a drawing uh, for a leather dice box and a set of custom dice. Uh, and if your photo has our logo or is somehow related to our show, we'll enter your name twice into that drawing. Uh, and then I'd also like you all to do me a favor and stay tuned after this episode for a couple of special announcements. And with that, it's on to the episode. Here you all stand outside of what should be Lindsay, the lab technician's house. She's standing on the sidewalk next to you, rubbing her arms in disbelief, trying to stay warm. And I just, I, I got home and this is, this is all that was here. And where her house should be is just a dense thicket of trees. Holy shit. I'm afraid to go inside. I, I, I don't know what it'll be. I mean, last... Halloween was was fine, was safe, and so we thought we could we could celebrate again this year. And I I was on the Eye of Ra for the last week. I was helping them install some systems, and Neil, he told me that he was going to set up. So I don't even know. He said it was going to be a surprise. I don't even know what's in there. It's okay. We'll go in. We'll figure out what's going on. We'll make sure everybody's safe, and we will get them out. Okay? Okay. Do we think it's the genie situation again? Do we think we're going to transform when we go in? What? Sorry, Megan, last time this happened, a genie made everything what it appeared to be decorations-wise. So we were all transformed into the characters that we were dressed as for Halloween. Transformed how? Like, became an actual version of what we were dressed as. So I was dressed as Pinhead from Hellraiser, and I became Pinhead from Hellraiser. Okay, wait, so did you still think you were yourself, like as Jake, or did you think you were actually Pinhead? Uh, sometimes I was overtaken, but no, for the most part, I knew who I was. Man, that sounds really intense. It was. So if that's going to happen again, you think we should plan ahead and dress up in a costume that would be helpful if we transformed into it? Maybe. Maybe we could weaponize that. Maybe we could use that to our advantage. At the very least, we look really cool and walk in and can do whatever we do anyway. That's true. <laughs> Can I try to open my sight as I look at this place to see if, I don't know, if that would help me in any way to analyze what this is, to see if it looks or feels familiar the way it did before? So I don't think there's a role here because you didn't have your special sight the last time you encountered this, but you do open up your sight and it is clearly very magical and it's fluctuating a bit and it is contained to this crop of trees, but it almost seems like it's starting to bleed out further. Like it goes out in the time that you're watching it, maybe another foot and you see a smaller tree crop up. Like it seems like the area is getting bigger. Did you guys see that? Did you see that? It's spreading. It's noticeably spreading. Yeah. That's fast. We either need to plan quick or go now. Um, Text me what you want to be. I'll be right back. I'm going to teleport to a spirit Halloween store. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, I text him. Same. So Jake has vanished to a spirit Halloween. You have both texted him. You've all gone your separate ways to get dressed. What does Lindsay see as you all come from around your various changing locations? The Green Ranger. Good, good. Uh, I am dressed as Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Yes. Awesome. Uh, I am Batman. Oh, which one? <laughs> uh, animated series Batman. Okay, so should I just wait here, or do you want me to, to come in too, or? I think wait here, and if you see this growing more and more, do whatever you can to get people out of houses and stuff. Get them away from it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll call Margaret. Um, I, I called you first because, I mean, you guys, you experienced this before. I'll, I'll call Margaret and, and get a containment team if it seems to be growing. Perfect. And I give the other two a shrug and turn and start walking towards the tree line. Same. Is this what happened last time? You said it was a ha- like a haunted house? Yeah, it wasn't like this. I mean, there wasn't a forest like this, but, you know, it was obvious that something was going on. So you ready for your first real mission? Yep. Yep. Sure am. Yep. All right. So the three of you step into this small cluster of trees and it is dark, but you feel something wash over you as you pass through. And I think you all instinctively turn around to look back towards Lindsay and it's just forest as far as you can see. Okay. But do I feel like Batman? You don't feel any different dressed in these costumes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm freezing. Obviously. Uh, This is embarrassing. Just come on. Just press on. Let's go. I didn't bring my sword. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that right now Tass is armed with the Green Ranger's dagger. Yep. And uh, Megan, did you bring your salt shaker? Uh, Yeah, I don't think I am letting that out of my sight. Yeah, that's fair. So you're all taking stock of what you do and you don't have and you start walking through the woods. And Tass and Jake, you notice that your comms are dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot someone following you about 30 feet back. And you all turn to look to see who is there, and it's hard to make out because it's so dark, but you see that there's a man standing there, very muscular, no shoes, no shirt, and he gets down on all fours and starts sprinting at you. And for a brief moment, he passes through the moonlight in the trees, and you can see the figure sprinting at you is Shia LaBeouf. So welcome, everybody, to Crit or Treat 2020. Um, Before we go a single step further, the first thing I have to do is give a thank you uh, to, actually. The first is to thank Rob Cantor. Uh, I reached out to him after I had written this mystery, not expecting to hear back from him, and he wrote back and gave us permission to use his story. So you will hear the actual song connected to this. In case you're wondering, what the hell was that intro? Why are they fighting Shia LaBeouf? Do me a favor. Don't Google it. Join us for the ride. By the end of the episode, it'll be perfectly clear. (laughs) So thank you again to Rob Cantor for granting us permission to use his music in this episode. And second, I want to thank one of our patrons, Joseph M. Uh, I had written this mystery, and then Joseph posted a very similar mystery on our Patreon GM Discord channel, 
and I read through it and it had some mechanics in it that I really liked and I messaged them to ask if it would be okay uh, if I incorporated that into my mystery. I will say now after hearing from Rob Cantor, I did rewrite actually the entire structure of um, the mystery, uh, but even so I did want to thank Joseph uh, for allowing me to use some of his mechanics, even though I'm not using his mechanics or the ones I had originally written anymore. So thank you for that. And real quick, before we get into this, just in case you happen to be listening to our show for the first time because of this song, uh, a little backstory. Two years ago on Halloween, someone who works for the IPT called our team for help in decorating for a haunted house competition. They decorated the house. They made a big map of it. They set up different rooms. They made a, uh, basically a plot that went through about some kind of cult that was sacrificing people. And the daughter, Jaina, had gotten a lamp for her costume, and it turned out the lamp was an actual genie's lamp. And uh, she made the wish that she wished everything was real. And so everyone became the things they were dressed as, and the haunted house became this actual scenario that they had to get through. At the end of the story, once they had gotten to the end and freed everybody, Jaina told them very proudly that she had learned a lesson from one of her favorite movies and that for her last wish, she had wished the genie free. So the genie has been in the wind for the last two years. And I think that should bring you up to speed for where we find them now. So the three of you are standing in this dark woods. And as this figure gets down and starts to sprint at you, you hear this music emanating all around you. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. Son of a bitch. Run, 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 run. And I turn on a heel and start running the opposite direction. Shit, yeah, I'm, I'm tearing off as fast as I can. This is terrifying. <laughs> I guess I follow. And as you run, you hear again this music around you. He's following you about 30 feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks into a sprint. He's gaining on you. Shia LaBeouf. Everybody roll, act under pressure. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. Twelve. Nine. Seven. You all turn and scatter as Shia runs towards you. Megan and Jake, you've got a couple of options here. You can stay with Tass, who seems to be running through a clear path in the forest, but you're going to take a little damage or you're going to get separated in the trees. Uh, is this a joint decision or an individual decision? Uh, I think this could be an individual decision. I'll take a hit. I think I would have tried to go more to the side and, and get out of his direct path. So, yeah, I think I'm getting separated. So, Jake, you take one point of damage as Shia slashes you with a knife. And as he gets this close to you, you can see there's blood on his face. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> so, Tass, as you're running, what are you doing? Um, God, like I'm just a scramble of thoughts right now because, you know, it's like it's clicking, I think, sort of in my head what's going on, but I don't understand it yet. I guess what I'm doing is I'm running, you know, I'm glancing over my shoulder to see who's still with me and I'm trying to analyze if I'm supposed to follow what happens in this song or if I'm supposed to like avoid the things that happen in the song. So Tess, as you're running, why don't you roll investigate a mystery? Okay. Eight. All right, Tess, you get a hold one and the phenomenon questions are on the table. Okay. Uh, in that case, I guess the closest thing to what I have in my mind is what could fix it 
cure it or slow it down. So based off of what you have experienced here in the moment, as you got to the point where you turned and started to run, you heard the song all around you. And so you think that as you complete parts of the song, it will play out. So you need to finish the song. Son of a bitch, I say out loud, <laughs> loudly. Megan, you are sprinting through the woods alone. What are you doing? I'd like to try and reach out telepathically and see if I could hear Tass or Jake. Yeah, you can hear both of their thoughts right now, and they're getting to the point where they're starting to cut out. You think they're getting a pretty good distance from you. Can I use that as kind of a, a guide to try and, and get closer to them? Yeah, why don't you roll, read a bad situation. I think you get a plus one for using your telepathy as kind of a rangefinder on your distance from them. With the plus one, that is a three. Oh, my God. Oh. You come to a clearing in the woods, and there's a car parked there. And then all three of you feel this strange ripple of magic. And then you're all together again. You're, you're walking, walking in the, in the woods. woods. There's no one around, <laughs> oh and your my phone God. is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. He's following you about 30 feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks into a sprint. What are you all doing? Okay, run. And I turn and I run again. No, I fought worse than Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and I'm going to punch him in the face. All right, roll kick some ass. <laughs> Seven. All right, so you turn around and you punch Shia LaBeouf in the face and he stabs you with his knife. Uh, you take one point of damage. How much is your unarmed smite damage? Two harm. Intimate hand messy. And he staggers backwards. After the reset, do I still have the original harm? You do. Oh no. What's everyone else doing? Jake, God. Oh, Jesus. No, we got to follow the steps. We got to do the song. Come on. Do the song? Yes. Just, we'll talk about it in a minute. Come on. But yeah, I'm following Taz. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. Because <laughs> I'm pretty confident I can kick Shia LaBeouf's ass. <laughs> no, I'll start. I'll follow. So as you're running, what are you all doing? Guys, this is so stupid, but I think we got to look for our fucking car. Oh, oh, I, I, I found it. I found the car. What? Yeah, like in a, in a clearing. Oh, Okay, uh, then what happened? I took a step towards it, and then I was back with you guys. So that ain't supposed to happen. Yeah, so we need to look for the car, but not find, but not the, find car. the car. How do you know that we need to do the things in the song? It was just, we didn't hear it. We didn't hear it play through the steps we'd been through until we'd done those steps. I don't know the thing by heart, but from what I remember, it doesn't go really good for us. And you do notice that as you're all having this argument, he is gaining on you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, the protagonist survives, and that's, I guess, all we can ask for. Uh, I look for the car. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. What do we do now? God, Just keep running. Go faster, run! Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife. It's Shia LaBeouf lurking in the shadows. Uh, he's gaining on us. He's gaining on us. Oh my god, go, 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 go! Ah, ah. Oh my god, I think we are truly lost. Actual cannibal? Yeah. I always forget that that's part of it until I hear the eating all the bodies part. Oh, it just makes it so much worse. Okay, uh, um, 
trying to find the cabin? I don't know what else to do, but keep moving through the woods and hoping that I spot a cabin. I'm going to keep an eye out for lights or smoke or anything that would indicate a cabin. All right. So as you start to move through the woods, you hear this music playing again, and you notice that as you look around that Shia LaBeouf isn't there. You seem to have lost him. But you're hopelessly lost yourself, stranded with a murderer. You creep silently through the underbrush. Aha! In the distance, a small cottage with a light on. Hope! You move stealthily toward it. Oh shit, Jake, stop! I was already, like, creeping very gently because it told me that I move stealthily towards it, so I I freeze. Roll act under pressure. (laughs) Four. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Jake, you take two points of damage. But your leg! Ah! It's, it's caught in a bear, bear trap. Ah! Oh shit! The bear trap! Oh no! Ah! I thought it was later. Oh no! I look at Tass. Does he have to do? Does he have to do it? He has to gnaw his leg off. No, no. What? That's part of the song. It's part of the song. You have to gnaw your leg off. I can't gnaw my fucking leg off. I don't even bend that way. The music just pulsates like it's waiting. I'm going to throw up. I don't want to talk about this. I do that. Can I try and, like, help? (laughs) (laughs) How? (laughs) By making it. (laughs) You know how. (laughs) Mm, Get a bite in there. Juicy, juicy. Watch out for the ligament. Fuck. Like, can I just hold the trap steady or, like, secure his leg so it doesn't (laughs) fight again? Oh, I see. Like, help out, not, like, help out. But help out. Yeah, make it make it just even a little bit easier <laughs> than it could possibly be. Don't help out, but facilitate. Yeah. <laughs> there okay, we go. Okay. Uh, so as Jake leans down to do this, you put your teeth onto your leg, and there's a weird magic pop, and then your leg is gone from the knee down, and there's just like dare I say an oozing stump. Yes. <laughs> Does it? Hurt more or less? You actually feel a little bit of relief because the pressure of the bear trap isn't there anymore. You think it resets if you like try to stop the blood? I don't know. I guess don't bother. The song starts to play again. Cash, you're familiar enough with the song to know that it stops abruptly and it tries to start again. And then it stops abruptly as it gets to the end of that line. And then there's that weird ripple of magic and you're all walking through the woods. There's no one around, and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. Is Jake still missing a leg? He's not. Is any of the harm gone, or am I still sitting pretty at forearm? You're still hurting. What did we do wrong? Shit, do you think it's just because we were not being quiet? That's part of it. Being quiet? Yeah, that's part of the thing, the, like, caught in the bear trap, you know, sneaking through the woods. quiet, quiet. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm going to need somebody else to step in that bear trap because I don't think I'm going to make it through another time. I I got the next one. Okay. It's okay. I lost a leg once already and it was a whole thing. So what? Another time. Okay. Let's go. I turn and run. I follow. All right. What are you all doing as you run? Looking for the car. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. There's blood My everywhere. God, oh, God, there's blood, blood everywhere. Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife. It's Shia LaBeouf. He is somewhere out there in the shadows. Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. Run, 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 run
you hear the music stop and you realize that you have lost him. He is nowhere around. Okay, okay, we did it. We're up to next. We got to go until we spot the cabin. I step in the bear trap. We are quiet. I gnaw off my leg. Then we go up to the cabin. Okay. Right. And I'll start wandering again. In the distance, you see a cottage with a light on. And I take a step forward. Put your leg. Ah, it's caught in a bear trap. God. And Tass, you take two points of damage. Is that armor defeating? It's not. Then I don't take any. Oh, because your armor is not. Yeah, it's just the, the magic chosen armor. Yeah, so you take no damage then. I'm gnawing off my leg. Gnawing off your leg. So, Tash, you take the bite out of your leg, and there's this weird magic pop, and there is an oozing stump where your leg used to be. Okay, so I start limping towards the cottage, and I'm gesturing for them to follow, but, like, you know, finger over my mouth. Limping to the cottage. Quiet, quiet. Now you're on the doorstep. Sitting inside is Shia LaBeouf. So I'm looking back to both of them and gesturing to be quiet. Yeah. I think I gesture with my hands out to strangle him. And then I make a motion like the psycho kind of knife gesture. And I'm like pointing at the knife. Oh, yeah. And then I point to my kidney and point at the knife. I think I'm like pointing at myself questioningly like I I do this. Oh, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> um, I, I have to rethink. So I go back and I think it's like I start from strangle and then I kind of grab his wrists and kind of, you know, do a little wrestling sort of thing. And then, like, I have pulled the knife away from him. Now I'm pointing in the doorway at Shia and then making the stab at the at the kidney motion. I can't remember. Does Shia get stabbed in the kidney? Did we get stabbed in the kidney? I'm nodding at the first one and I'm pointing at Shia. I'm pointing at Shia LaBeouf in the cabin, <laughs> sharpening an axe. Okay, but we, we come up behind him and strangle him, right? Thumbs up. And then we stab him in the kidney. Nod. Okay. I can strangle him if someone else wants to stab him. <laughs> or, or is it one person has to do it? I don't know how this works. This is very different from what you guys said would happen. You all see for a moment as Shia through the window is sharpening his axe. He tenses up and looks over his shoulder and then goes back to sharpening his axe. Um, I point at Megan and do the strangle gesture and point at Tass and do the stab gesture and then shrug. I'll give a thumbs up. Okay. I wait for Megan to creep in. Uh, I don't think I can do this with my hands. I take off my Powerpuff Girl tights <laughs> and I wrap them around my my hands and go in and sneak up behind him. All right, so you sneak inside and you wrap these tights around his neck and you start to strangle him. But he doesn't hear you enter. Shia LaBeouf, you're sneaking up behind me. Strangling superstar Shia LaBeouf. He drops the axe and pulls out the same knife that he had before. What are you doing? I'm just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm bursting in the door and I'm going to try to like grapple him and get it out of his grip. All right, roll act under pressure to wrestle for your life with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Eleven. What are you doing now? Stab him. Stab him in the kidney. So fast. Stab it in his kidney. So here you are in the cabin, safe at last from Shia LaBeouf. What's next? I don't remember, but I think he's not gone. I remember something about jujitsu. I assume I have to do that part. I don't remember the order. There's like some he 
faints and you are supposed to counter, but that's after you get the axe. He's going to have it. Oh, he's going to have the axe because he's not dead. We have to go and we're relieved. And then he's there and there's an axe in jujitsu and somebody cuts his head off, I think. Oh man, I super don't remember how this ends. I don't remember the order. I don't remember exactly. Okay, I feel like you guys go first because I feel like he like gets the drop on me or something, right? As we're leaving. Does he get the drop? Do you think we gets the drop on the person who's going to be in front or the person who's going to be in back? It was only one person. I know. Uh, we have to extrapolate from incomplete data. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, well, if you have to do the jujitsu part, we should probably keep you safe until that. Isn't it later? Isn't it like at the end? Or is it, where's it next? I mean, I think if we survive the next part, I think we survive. Hey, you know what? Only one way to find out. Yep. I think I'm going to turn and limp out the door. What are you both doing? Yeah, fo- following behind. I'll just be like, man, I'm sure sure glad we're safe now. I'll go last. All right. So as you exit the cabin and start to walk through the woods again, you hear the music play. You limp into the dark woods, blood oozing from your stump leg. You've beaten Shia LaBeouf. Tass, as you take another step in this forest, Shia LaBeouf leaps out of seemingly nowhere. Wait, he isn't dead. With a gun in his hand and murder in his eyes. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the gun. What are you doing? I'm going to try to grapple with him. There's a weird pulse of magic and you're all walking in the, through woods. the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Damn it. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Run. He's following you. We run through the woods. We look for the car. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. Oh, there's the blood. Okay. There's blood everywhere. Creep through the underbrush. Look for the cabin. Tass, you go first. You creep silently through the underbrush. Don't step in the ah, bear trap. But your leg. Ah, it's caught in a bear trap. I'll gnaw off my leg. All right. You have to limp to the cottage. Get to the doorstep. Peek in the window. Sitting inside. I use the tights again, and I sneak in, and I, I strangle him. I'll leap in and start grappling with him for the knife. I'll get the knife and stab him in the kidney again. And he goes down. So what did we do wrong last time? The gun. I forgot the gun entirely. I think I just started fighting him too quickly. What happens in between then? He comes out. He's got the gun in his hand. Murder in his eyes, something. Body slam? Is that when the body slam is? Question mark? You can do jujitsu. Body slam superstar Shia LaBeouf. Is that right after the gun? Maybe. I think so. Because then that talks about uh, something about the epic fight. Legendary or fight le- with le- Shia LaBeouf. Legendary. Yeah. Normal Tuesday night yeah. for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. yeah, Tuesday night. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if there's much between that. But then it is the, that's when it's like the specifics of the fight. So he does something one way or the other. And I don't remember what, like, it's him parrying or fainting or something left or right. I don't remember which. There's something parry to the left, 
counter to the right, catch him in the neck. I think yes. left and neck are a rhyme. Right. So he does the first one. You do the second one. What's the very first line though? Because if he parries to the left, that means that I did something for him to parry to the left. Okay, right. The axe. Okay, okay, okay. The axe. At some point you've gotten the axe. But we don't bring the axe because the song didn't say anything about us leaving with the axe. Right? Does it appear? Does he have it somehow? Oh shit, I don't remember. It didn't reset when we left without the axe before. Right. So, okay, let's go out here. He'll jump us. I'll jujitsu him and we'll see if it resets or not. And we'll see if an axe appears because I don't remember the order after that. I don't remember what happens after body slam. Oh God. All right. Yeah, I'm down. That works. Okay. And body slam. I do, I'm not a hundred percent that body slam is the thing that follows the gun. So we'll It, it may find not out. be. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, I'll go out the door and start walking into the woods again. So as you walk out into the woods, Jake, out of nowhere, Shia LaBeouf appears. Wait, he isn't dead. Shia, surprise! And he leaps at you with a gun in his hand. What do you do? I grab onto him and jujitsu him. There's a strange ripple of magic. Oh no! And you're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. I start running immediately. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Body slam is not the next step. Look for the car. Where's the car? We've lost him. We continue into the woods. Task goes first. I step in the bear trap. I gnaw off my leg. I sneak to the cottage. Get the tights ready. Sneak in and strangle him. Wrestle for the knife. I get it from him and I stab him in the kidney. And he is laying on the ground. What are you all doing? All right, so fighting him first is not the way to go. Okay, yeah, right, 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 right. So I think we have to wait a little longer, and this is awful, but we have to let the gun get to our head first, whoever's doing the body slam. Is that it, then? Gun to your head, but you can do jujitsu. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't I don't remember anything else. Fuck it. Let's go try it. <sighs> All right. I go out first again. As you walk out into the woods, out of nowhere, Shia LaBeouf appears Wait, he isn't dead. and leaps at you with a gun. What are you doing? I wait until he puts it to my head. He gets onto your back and has the gun to your head. There's a gun to your head and death in his eyes. What are you doing? I can do jujitsu. I body slam superstar Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Roll kick some ass. <laughs> Ten. Yes. You body slam superstar Shia LaBeouf to the ground, and he gets up and faces off against you. What do you do? What do I do? The legendary fight! Give him a legendary fight, I Jake! throw like a thunder kick at him or some, something flashy. <laughs> and then there's a weird magic pop, and there's an axe in your hand. Go for the attack! Let him faint or whatever! I swing the axe at him. As you do... There again is this strange pop, and your leg is gone, and blood starts pouring from it. (gasps) Tass, your leg is back. What the hell? And Shia is looking at you, and he's just kind of bouncing back and forth like he's waiting for something. What are you doing? Can I, like, I know that something's supposed to happen next, and, like, I know I'm supposed to swing or something, but I don't remember. Can I, like, read him or his body language, like what he's expecting to come next, what the phenomenon is kind of couching for. Yeah, so roll investigate a mystery and the phenomenon questions are on the table. Eight. 
You get to hold one. I guess what could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? You can tell that what he's waiting for is to dodge a series of swipes from the axe. He is on the balls of his feet waiting to duck and dodge and weave for a moment. Okay, I just start swinging the axe at him. And after about four swipes, he uses the gun and parries to the left and knocks the axe. Yeah! I counter to the right and catch him in the neck. Roll kick some ass. <laughs> 13. He's dodging every swipe. He parries to the left. You got him to the right. You catch him in the neck. The axe catches him in the neck and he falls to the ground. Yes! What are you doing? Chop off his head. Oh, sweet, beautiful, talented Shia LaBeouf. I'm sorry, Jake. Chop off his head. I loved you in fury. I chop off his head. (laughs) As you start to bring the axe down to chop off his head, everything slows down and you hear the last of the music play. His head topples to the floor, expressionless. You fall to your knees and catch your breath. You're finally safe from Shia LaBeouf. And as the axe hits his neck, it turns foam. And the head grows enormous, made from folded paper. And you hear a voice inside coughing. I run over and try to get this weird fake head off of him. You pull this giant fake head off and it is Neil, Lindsay's husband. Oh, what are you guys doing here? Who's this? This is Neil. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I punch him. (laughs) Ow! I thought it was a pretty good head. Have Have you seen the video? Did you use the genie again? What? The genie. Remember remember last time your yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We last Halloween was safe, so we thought we'd so we thought we'd celebrate Halloween again. I I mean I set all this up, isn't this cool? Shy surprise. I punch him again. Yeah. Wow, what? It all turned real again and we just got done getting our legs literally having to chew them off. Why did it turn real again, Neil? I don't know. Where where's Jaina? And he turns, you see that the cabin in the distance is now their house, and he starts running towards it. I'll follow him. Yep. Same. He kicks the door in as he gets there, and in the living room sitting on the couch is Jaina, and draped over her lap is this shadowy form. You can see that she's crying. Jaina? Yeah? What's going on? I don't know what's wrong. He's He would sneak over and, and say hi. And I, I told him I wouldn't tell my parents, but he came this time and he said he wasn't feeling good and then things started to happen. I I think he's sick. And you can see that the shadowy figure laying on her is slowly dissolving and fluctuating. Does that tell me anything? Like, does this seem like a, an identifiable condition? Roll investigate a mystery. Six. Can I help out with that role at all? Like, have I have I read anything about this and all of the research I've been doing? Yeah, why don't you roll help out? Nine. All right, so Jake, that gives you a plus one. All right, so seven. Uh, I guess what happened here? As you're looking at the genie, you see that there are all these spots on it that are becoming loose and floating away, almost like it's flaking. But you can see it most heavily concentrated where its bands used to be. And you think the thing that happened here is that there's never really been an opportunity to study something like this, but you're not sure genies can survive without their lamp, that it's simply starting to not be anymore. And these are its last throws of the magic coming out of its system. What happened to its lamp? 
It's in my room. I'll pop up to her room and grab the lamp and pop back down here. She holds her hand out and puts it on the genie's head. And you can see that it glows a little bit and her eyes glow a little bit. He said that he will go in the lamp, but he wants to stay with me. Didn't you guys say this has happened a couple of times already? Well, this makes two. Well, three, but it wasn't under Jaina's control the first time. Just the rest of the times. Yeah. And with your hand outstretched, it actually starts to siphon back inside of the lamp. Then I'll wait. You see this inky form fully slither inside of the lamp, and it pulses twice. And Jaina holds her hand out for it. I hand her the lamp because, like, as soon as she reaches for it, I hand it to her because I don't want it to seem to this kid like I don't trust her or think that she's irresponsible or anything. But after I hand it to her, I want to say, like, Jaina, this is a very big responsibility. You need to be very careful with him. I'm glad that you're here to take care of him, and I'm glad that he's going to be comfortable with you, but you know what he can do. Like, he's, he's very strong, so just be cautious, okay? And she nods, and as she does, the lamp gives a very dull pulse. And you can see it reflected in her eyes. He said that he lost a lot. I don't think he can do much anymore. But he said he said thank you. And that he thinks he might have one thing in him. Maybe not big. Probably something small. So if you if you need something from him to ask me and I'll let him know. Well, that's very, very kind of him. Neil, sorry to to do this, but no more Halloween. You all can hand out candy at the door, but no decorations. No costumes. No haunted houses. If your kids want to dress up, they're going as, you know, a consumer or <laughs> or a child in whatever age group they're in. Do you understand? Yeah. Thanks, bub. Yeah. Jaina, you're pretty awesome. You know that? Yeah. Cool. And she smiles and she turns and looks at you, Megan. I like your hair. Who are you? Uh, hi, I'm, I'm Megan. Hi, Megan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jaina. Did you like my dad's haunted house? It was very spooky. And uh, carrying the lamp, she goes over to a laptop on the counter and hits the space bar and a song starts to play. You're walking in the woods. I am out the door. (laughs) plugging my ears. Oh, boy. (laughs) Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. All right, so now it's time for end of session experience. <laughs> oh my god. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. All right. And did we save someone from certain death or worse? Anybody that wandered into this would have died almost certainly. It was expanding as well, so it's not like eventually, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. It was definitely expanding, so it would have caught some people and they would have died. And we helped save a genie. And yeah, and we saved a genie. Nice. Good call. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, I think very specifically about that genie. Like that's a whole new thing I would never have guessed is true. And did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? I learned that I at least had the metal to take the first bite out of my own leg. Horrific. It is fucking You did this. (laughs) You put us here. Yeah, you know what? You did learn something about yourself. You didn't know that's how that was going to work. You didn't know it was going to magically pop away when you bit it? Nope. All right, so instead of two points of experience for three questions, everyone gets two points of experience for four questions. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody level up from that? 
No. Nope. I'm, I'm over halfway there again already. Same. And before we get back into the main story, we just want to give one more big thank you to Rob Cantor for allowing us to use his song and his music. It was super exciting to do this. The mystery was much different now uh, than what it was before, because uh, basically it changed from a monster mystery into a phenomenon mystery. So again, thank you, Rob Cantor. If you're a fan of the song, you can find all of his different music on Bandcamp. So thank you again to him uh, for allowing us to use this. So here you all are again, back in the subterranean lair. What's the plan? All right, Megan, I suppose this is about time we had a talk. Yep, I agree. So um, this, uh, this is our portal. We've used it to go through to other realities. And it is in one of those other realities where we knew that there were two things hidden that are important to Nash, the guy we're hunting. One of them led us to you. We don't know what the other thing is, but we knew that at some point we're going to have to go back through and try to find it. Because if it's important to Nash, it's important that we know what it is, destroy it, whatever. I'm still not sure any of us really know exactly how you're tied to all this, but I mean, I'm not going to tell you you have to come with us, but it may not hurt. You obviously can kick some serious ass and do some amazing shit. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'd feel a hell of a lot more comfortable if you were with us. But when we go through it, well, it, it kind of changes us. Our bodies stay here. Our minds go through and pop into the bodies of something or someone that can handle it. Uh, so that's, that's kind of my whole recruitment speech. I hope you liked it. Thanks. It was very nice. Look, I, I left home because I couldn't control these things that I started to be able to do. and. I looked for information for a long time, and I learned how to control them, but I still don't understand them or why I can do any of it. So I've watched you guys, and you know, you're real good at at what you do. It seems like you've been through a lot. Um, So yeah, if, if you'll have me, I'd love to be able to learn whatever I can. I'm not ready to go home. I think I'm just nodding. Before we go through the portal again, do we want to do something here like there's stuff to take care of here megan do you want an opportunity to just be on this world for a minute before we step off it again i mean yeah i've spent apparently the last six months reliving the same day so yeah if we have time i would not be upset (laughs) to find out what's going on now yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we need to follow up on. There's a weapon at the bottom of the ocean we might look for. I mean, hell, we really need to check in with Margaret just in general. That seems smart. Call her, see if she's got anything that like is so important we can't waffle on it because otherwise we have at least got options. Yeah, okay. And I think I call Margaret. Hello? Jingles? Oh, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, not too much. I thought I was going to get Margaret. What's up? Oh, yeah, she kind of passed me into all the phone services and stuff so I can just kind of direct cars where they need to go. And, man, this place has been rigging off the hook. That's cool, man. So, hey, we're essentially just calling to give our report to Margaret and check in and see if anybody needs help with anything. Oh, man, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Like, with you guys going, everybody's kind of working double duty. Oh, that, in a weird way, kind of makes me feel good. Yeah, that's real fucked up, man. We're busting our ass over here. <laughs> well, I well, shit, if there's a lot going on, what do you need? Is there anything pressing? Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot going on. It. Wait a second. Here, just let me 
Well, that's weird. What you got? There was some uh, some kids gone missing in Helen, Georgia, and we sent one of the operatives out to, to check it out, and they haven't checked back in. Helen, Georgia? Yeah. Okay, we'll get on it then. Who was it that you sent? Well, that's the weird thing. I mean, out of anybody, it's the person who should have been able to take care of themselves. She's usually real good about checking in, but we sent Anastasia down there two days ago and haven't heard back. Hey everybody, Rev here. Thank you for hanging out after the episode. Uh, I had said that we had a couple of brief announcements. Um, I'm not sure who all knows this. Um, You talk about things on social media and on Discord and things like that, and it's easy to lose track of who knows what. Uh, But a few months back, my wife was diagnosed with stomach cancer, and she had a pretty rare form of it. Uh, So rare, in fact, that they wanted to do her procedures at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. For the last month, she has been staying there, and I have been traveling back and forth every week to be with her, uh, and then come home and, well, just get things done around the house. Put out the show, pay the bills, all that kind of fun stuff. But it has finally caught up with me. We have run out of episodes, and I am pretty beat uh, flying back and forth to D.C. every week, and sleeping at a hospital three or four days, and then coming home and trying to get everything else done. It has taken its toll. When I started this podcast, I, in an interview one time, said that the reason that I did it was because I was having a very hard time and I listened to a show very similar to this and that it helped me through some dark times. And so I hate the idea of not being here one week when someone out there might need us. Um, because ever since I did that interview, I've had people email and say that our show helps them sometimes get through some stuff or helps them get a laugh when they don't feel like they're going to get one that week. So our feed will not be going dark. For the month of November, we're going to take a break from COIN, from the main story, just so that I can take a breath and catch up and start to record episodes again so that we are not living episode to episode. So during the month of November, Jake has ran a one-shot for us. We have played a game of Bubble Gum Shoe, which is also by Evil Hat, uh, which will be four parts, and so that's what's going to come out in November. Um, And it's actually kind of a double feature. Every episode in November, the first half will be Bubblegum Shoe. The second half will be two of the fights from the Monster Mash. As I had mentioned before, I had kind of come up with a game for us to play to figure out who would win the Monster Mash. And so that will be the second half of each episode. Uh, So that will be the next four weeks. uh, And then we will be back with Coin on December the 2nd. Um, Just with everything going on, I just wanted to take a moment again to... To thank all of you who join us here every week, um, who support us through listening, who support us through social media, who support us through the Patreon, just the people who show up in general. Uh, It is times like this where you become very aware of the people who show up, and there are a lot of you every week who show up, and it means a lot to me. It means a lot to all of us here. I feel like there's some other thing to say, some better way to put it, but that's really all I've got. Thank you for being here, knowing that a lot of you are out there sending messages as you have gotten the episodes. Uh, It has made it much easier getting through some of these rough patches over the last month. So thank you, as always, for joining us, and we will see you next week. 
The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing. <laughs>